if somebody is upset or emotional about something, that's the greatest opportunity to help them look at the situation and see what else could happen. So don't run from the emotion. You know, you have to be there with them. Hi, this is Coach Anda. Welcome to Leading Great Workplaces. In this series, I will be talking to successful leaders and other globally recognized coaches on how they were able to create a great working environment by helping people thrive in their role. Through the stories of success and failures, you will be able to gain insights that will inspire you to lead a great workplace and build successful teams. Dr. Marsha Reynolds is a world-renowned expert on how to have conversations that transform minds. She is a past global president of the International Coaching Federation and recently inducted into the ICF Circle of Distinction. Her teaching and speaking takes her around the world remotely and live, delivering programs in 43 countries. Global Gurus recognizes her as one of the top five coaches in the world. Her four published books include her latest international bestseller, Coach the Person, Not the Problem. Read more at www.covisioning.com. Hi, Marsha. Welcome to Leading Great Workplaces. What do you think is, uh, is a great workplace to be in? Well, you know, I think it's more about how people feel than necessarily what they do. And, um, you know, the best places that I've worked with or worked for, uh, everybody felt comfortable being there, felt when they went into meetings that they felt safe in expressing what was on their mind and they wouldn't be judged. So it wasn't a fear-based culture. It was more of a, an excitement and innovation, even in, in dark times, to to look at you know what's possible and what's next and what can we do together, mm -hmm. um, you know and that still comes from the top mm -hmm. that you know they have to encourage that and 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 uh, and listen to people and um, let them know it's okay to make mistakes, uh, so people feel free to try things out, mm -hmm. um, and I think that that's just really important, you know and to be able to say when. Uh, they're overwhelmed or they don't think something's going to work, um, which oftentimes, you know, people are afraid to say that. So again, it's, it's, it's the, the freedom of expression and safety that people feel that I think is vital. Yeah, I, I love what you're saying that you started off with a, of a feeling. It's, um, mm -hmm. it's not just in the mind, but it's something that you have to just experience and feel around right. you. Mm. Right. And yeah. I think that's really important and saying also that it does come from the top also, starting from how um, you, you express yourself or you do conversations with people. It's so important mm -hmm. to help um, people just be open to, even when you're not feeling okay, I think that's important, right? Especially during this pandemic where a lot of feelings came up and maybe there were some leaders who were trying to protect themselves. And you're talking about just being able to express those feelings. Absolutely. Um, to be able to say that I feel left out <laughs> and that I'm not a part of the project or the team is, is a critical. And again, people are often afraid to say those things. Um, so how can we know what's on people's minds? So to say it's important for readers to listen, 
but they have to know what it is they're creating um, so people feel uh, safe to speak up so the leaders can listen to them. So, yeah. So maybe we can go into that. So I wanted to dive deeper into how do you create that environment where um, people feel safe to just open and, and speak up? And so I know you've been doing a lot of work on communication, empathy, and connecting with people. So I just want to hear your thoughts on that and maybe some tips um, on how leaders can really practice this at work. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> you know, again, um, there's a, a, there are ways of communicating that um, we that it's important for leaders to always let people know that they're there to help others reach their goals, not just that it's the leaders' goals and the organization's goals, but that they're interested. Um, you know, I once was given. A, a depart another department to manage in a diff in addition to the department that I had, mm -hmm. and I didn't know these. It was three women who ran the training in the factory, and I didn't know them. And mm -hmm. and um, each one, I had a one on one with them, and I said, um, "So, what do you want for your career? How can I help you?" And each one of them said, "Nobody's ever asked me that." Mm -hmm. You know, so it's like. You know, we often assume what people want without asking. And each one of them had something different. You know, the first one wanted to be a supervisor. And so uh, we agreed that she would go out and talk to people in the factory who had become supervisor and come up with a list, you know, of what would help her to achieve that. So again, I didn't tell her what to do. I had her go discover. The second one wanted to learn the computer system, you know, and devise new reports. It's like, okay, fine, you know, if that's what excites you. Yeah. And then the third person, when I asked her that, she was this, you know, kind of quiet, but but totally reliable, was always there. And she looked up at the, she looked at the ground and looked up at the sky and she started crying. And she says, I have worked here for 13 years. Nobody has ever asked me what I want. Wow. wow. You know, and, and all she really wanted was recognition mm -hmm. for the contribution she makes. But because she was quiet, people assumed she didn't want that. Mm -hmm. You know, and so leaders have to be more curious. Mm -hmm. What is it that my employees want, each one individually? How can I support them to achieve their goals? Mm -hmm. So first off, you know, employees need to know you're there for me. You have my back, you support what I want for my career. That's important. You know, and second, um, that emotional energy is really critical. So I always ask leaders I work with, so what happens when you walk into a room? You know, so they often think, oh, I have to make this presentation and I have to, you know, practice. And, but they don't even realize that they have an impact on people. Um, with the emotions that they carry with them when they even walk into a room, mm -hmm. you know? And so if they're anxious or they're ups, you know, irritated, that's gonna affect everyone around and it'll probably scare sure. them. That's true. And so as yeah. a leader, I was just curious, how do you um, manage those emotions? So let's say you, you don't know where um, the may be coming from another meeting or, you know, the day was pretty bad. So how do you manage that? Um, do you have any tips for leaders? Because yeah, I, I've coached leaders who are who have that kind of a challenge. 
Right. Well, you know, first off, as in any type of uh, emotional uh, intelligence training, it always starts with with Mm -hmm. self-awareness. And so you have to be aware of all those emotions that you're talking about, like uh, overwhelm or or irritation, um, impatience, um, they happen in the body first. You know, we used to think years ago that we thought and then we created emotions, but that's not true. Mm-hmm. Emotions are bio, those emotions are biological. They show up in our body and then we think about it. So the skill is to notice um, when you feel a point of tenseness in your body. Mm-hmm. Um, when you get better at this, you can tell, is it fear, is it anger? You know, I know where in my body, my judgment shows up, my fear, my anger. Mm-hmm. But when you're first starting out, it doesn't matter what the emotion is. It's just if you're feeling intenseness in your body, you first have to relax, you know, and release the tension. You have to have your body be relaxed before you can implant a new emotion in your brain. Mm -hmm. You know, so you, the four steps that I teach are relax your body, Mm -hmm. detach, clear your mind. Then center yourself, put your awareness in the center of your body, you know, the the spot just below your navel. So if you've ever done yoga or martial arts, you know where that is, that core. That's your your point of strength. You know, your will to move forward is is your center. And I learned this from athletes. She said they don't do self-talk. They put their awareness in their center and then they can do their best performance. So we relax, we detach, we clear our mind, we center ourselves and feel grounded and centered in this moment. And then you choose one or two emotions. What is it you want to feel in this moment? Mm-hmm. You know, so is it calm and courageous? Is it patient and caring? You know, um, one or two, that's all you get. Mm-hmm. You know, and you can do these four steps in, a, in, in you know, quickly yeah i like like what you're saying about naming naming the emotion i think that's important also acknowledging it well oh what you're feeling in the moment yes yes yeah well you you know you have to identify what you're feeling before you can choose to feel something different Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. yeah yeah but you need to choose you know and so you need to know before you go into a meeting what is it i want to feel Okay, so if I start to get irritated or impatient in the meeting, I can quickly go back to those one or two emotions and feel them. Don't just think them. You have to feel them, you know, because emotions have energy. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. So, so being aware of the feeling and what it's, it's, uh, how it's affecting you is important. That's what you're saying. How it's affecting you, yeah. but because you because it's going to affect everyone around. Everyone else. That's it. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, where, what are the other things you're 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 giving me a list of things on how um to also connect with people? So the second one was emotions, and then were the were were, the, were there other things? Well, the third yeah, the third thing um would be is to you know in coaching we learn that the client is always um creative, resourceful, and whole, that we have to believe in them. They're not broken. They don't need to be fixed or healed. Um, They're smart. They're just stuck. Well, leaders have to believe this as well. 
that the people they are with um, don't need them to be, you know, for the leader to fix them. And often they don't even need advice. They just need uh, a chance to talk, you know? And so the leader has to have to respect, hold respect for the people they're with, to believe in them. They can achieve more than they even realize. I love that. I love that, that, um, and maybe people forget that sometimes to just, you know, because it's- Absolutely. Yeah. Well, leaders often think they know more and they're supposed to know more, but they have to remember that the people that that work with them know a lot and maybe know more than them, you know, in the things that they do. And that's okay. Yeah, I love that because if you change that perspective, there are so many things that cannot come out of that. And maybe the conversations are going to be different. And the way you interact with people is also going to be different because there's going to be really respect, I think, for the person that you're talking to and looking at the individuality of that person and and um, and listening to them is important. I I love that. I love that piece. Yeah. Well, you know, um, I had had a, a colleague that was talking about one time he you know, everything was falling apart. And so he ran into his boss, you know, and, and told him all these things that were happening. And, and his boss said, wow, I can't wait to see how you, you know, what you do with all of this. And the guy had to go out and fix it, you know? So instead of the boss saying, do this, do this, do this, mm-hmm. the boss said, I, I can't wait to see what you do. And, and which showed that he trusted him and he knew he could. You know, so we often think we have to run to the boss, you know, but the boss needs to turn it around and say, wow, you know, what do you think? I love you that. Know? I love yeah. that. So that's also like um, believing in the person and the people that you work with. And I think it's connected to the question, or you said earlier about how can I support you? I love that question as well, because it's, it's just a simple question. But then, um, like you said, people have different answers. And, and it looks like uh, people want to be supported in different ways. And how can you find that out without, if you don't listen to them or even ask that question? I think that's wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Are there any more tips aside from that? Um, you know, I think the, those are the main, the main things. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you know, there was something came up and I can't think of it right now. So if it comes up, I'll share. <laughs> okay, sure. Okay, I'm also very curious about, um, you know, like in, in organizations, what sometimes what affects, what affects um, relationships with people are the difficult conversations. And I was wondering what your thoughts were on that and until um, uh, how to create engagement, even if you have those, you know, differences or you have these difficult conversations, how do you, um, yeah, how does a leader um, manage that? Mm-hmm. Well, you know, that's one of the most common topics that leaders come to me for coaching. They say, oh, I have a difficult conversation and the person's going to get emotional and, mm-hmm. and they're going to quit and I don't know how to handle it. And, and this happens at all levels. You know, they're afraid of the emotions that might show up. But I always say, you know, if somebody is upset or emotional about something, that's the greatest opportunity to help them look at the situation and see what else could happen. So don't run from the emotion, you know, you have to be there with them. So um, the first thing is to look at your own avoidance. <laughs> and why are you avoiding this? And, and is your, are your assumptions true? I mean, they always say, oh, the person's gonna react. 
And usually it's never as bad as they think, you know, they, they, they go to the worst case scenario. Um, so, you know, what else is possible? You know, maybe the person um, wants to work this through and have a good outcome. So, so first is to look at your own assumptions around what you think is gonna happen and your own fear of this conversation so you can develop the courage to have the conversation. Um, and again, then when you go into the conversation, you wanna focus on what is it, what is the goal that the person wants to achieve, not just what you want them to do, mm -hmm. but how can you have this conversation in a way that will help them achieve the goal that they have? Do they wanna be seen as a, as a leader? Do they want better relationships uh, with others? Um, uh, so even if you want them to change, you need to say, I know this goal is important to you. Would you be willing to have a conversation with me about what you might do differently that will help you achieve your goal? And that will engage them, you know, more than, you know, you didn't do this right. And this is what I want you to do. <laughs> I, I love the, the theme, I think, of our, our conversation so far. It's really about focusing on, on the other person that you're talking to. Because mm -hmm. maybe oftentimes it's a lot about focusing on what we feel. But when we start coming from a place of trying to understand others, um, so many things can come out of it. And so many really great conversations. And it really um, is a start of driving engagement. I think that's wonderful. Yeah. yeah. And for leaders just to remember that, that, you know, to just be curious about the, the people um, who work for them, to respect them as well. And, and these are really great tips, Marsha. Thank you. Um, another question I was curious about is, you know, you coach a lot of leaders and what do you think is one great tip, uh, uh, no, sorry, not tip, but trait that a leader should have to be able to lead an engaged workplace? Hmm. Uh, uh, curiosity. <laughs> mm -hmm. And what do you, you think know, is important? Well, um, I, I think because they always make assumptions. So again, what I said is, you know, assuming how somebody would react, but also that we assume that we understand how people see situations and we don't know. Mm -hmm. So, you know, when you have a, a conversation with someone to um, maybe lay out what the challenge is, you know, ask them what the challenge is or lay out, you know, what, what you think uh, the problem might be, but then ask them their story. How do you see the situation? and really listen and appreciate their experience no matter what it is even if you don't agree mm -hmm. it's just where they are right now mm -hmm. so we need to to receive to uh, and appreciate um what the person is experiencing uh, what they're feeling about it how they see it mm -hmm. and that's where you start mm -hmm. that's where you start so people have to feel seen heard and valued right up front Oh, I love that seen, heard, and valued. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. and I think that's one of the, like a basic need of, of human beings also, to just, mm -hmm. just be able to experience that. Yeah, yeah. And as a leader, you have, you, you can be able to initiate those conversations and you can actually be able to create that. Um, yeah. I think that ties up also with the, the feeling that you're talking about at the beginning of the conversation about the emotions that you experience in the workplace that feels, that makes you feel um, connected and engaged. Mm -hmm. Yeah, mm. absolutely. Um, we always have to be aware of uh, what we're feeling in the moment. You know, the leader, 
the brain um, is always looking for who is the socially dominant person in the room, which is the leader. Mm-hmm. And so whatever the leader's feeling, that sets the emotional tone. You know, so um, it's like contagious. So if the leader is feeling hopeful and courageous, then people will feel hopeful and courageous. Mm-hmm. If the leader is worried, um, anxious or, or irritated, then other they're going to feel either they're going to take on those same emotions or they're going to feel fearful. So, yeah. I love that. I love that um, this uh, one thing that you're saying about uh, the leader has the power to really just, you know, kind of like uh, manage the emotions or set the tone um, in, in meetings or conversations. So um, wonderful, Marcia. So very great insights. And I, and I hope that leaders out there are really picking up that um, it's important to really focus on the person that you're talking on your team and to just lead with curiosity and think about um, that each person is different and just be curious and ask questions like, how can I support you? As simple as that. And, and showing that will really also drive engagement with your team. So thank you so much, Marsha, for being with me today. And I hope that other leaders um, have learned from this uh, from this talk that we had together. And I was just curious, do you want to mention anything like um, any books or programs that you want to, for leaders that you want to uh, want them to attend? Mm-hmm. Or to well, of course, you know, my latest book, um, Coach the Person, Not the Problem, um, really talks about, you know, how can you be with people and, and help them to see new possibilities. But there's another book that I have called The Discomfort Zone. Oh, I have that. <laughs> yeah, and that was written for leaders to have uncomfortable conversations and to turn them into positive results. Um, so I truly recommend that one for leaders. Okay, so coach a person, not the problem, and the discomfort zone. Nice. Mm-hmm. Thank you. And, and check out my website, covisioning.com, because I, I blog regularly and uh, in my YouTube channel. I have little three-minute video tips for leaders. I have a, a bunch of them. You know, so check out that as well. And uh, a lot of free things that I give to leaders to help them succeed. Mm-hmm.